I was stunned. Mom never needed help with anything. What? It's Al. I felt a surge of hope. Maybe she was finally leaving him. He's decided to run for the legislature, she finished. What does that have to do with me? I was unreasonably let down. I was also annoyed that my cat was sleeping on her lap. I got up and pulled Butch, my gray tomcat, from his spot on the second shelf of the bookcase. I knew he was there because my dictionary was on the floor. He screamed when I grabbed him, but calmed down when he realized he was going to be held and petted. I sat in the squeaky leather chair behind my desk. If Mom wanted business, we'd talk business. You know how nasty politics can get, she said, arranging the proper drape to her off-the-shoulder cotton-knit tunic, pale green with a silver bead design. A state legislature race? For a Lake Tahoe seat? Come on. She glared at me. This is still Nevada, and Al would be running as an outsider. There's no telling what an insider, a tool of the tourist industry who wants unlimited development at the lake, might do. Dig into his past, looking for mud to sling. I don't want Al to be vulnerable. You don't want you to be vulnerable. She opened her mouth and shut it again, so I continued. I'll bet a thousand dollars that not one of Al's closets has so much as a rat-sized skeleton in it. I have to say, though, that Al running as a slow-growth candidate is a shocker. Biting the hand that used to feed him, isn't he? Al was a reasonable developer. Not like those greedy bastards who would dump sewage into the lake, destroying a national treasure to line their own pockets. Besides, he's retired, and we live there. Right. So what is it you want me to do? I want you to find your father. I was speechless. I'll pay you, Mom said, misinterpreting. Why? Because I want you to think of this as a job, just like any other job, and I want you to devote some time to it without worrying about money. And my fee comes out of Al's campaign fund. But that isn't what I meant. Why do you want me to find him? I was going to say his name, but it wouldn't quite come out. I need him to do something for me. I waited. I need him to sign the divorce papers, she said, pursing her burgundy lips oblivious for the moment of the little lines the gesture deepened. After all these years? Wouldn't it be easier to have him declared dead? No. And this isn't coming out of Al's campaign fund. Al doesn't know about it. Nobody knows that Danny didn't sign the papers. And you're afraid somebody's going to find out, and it will mess up your marriage to Al. You really think anyone would care? Al would care, she snapped. Al is a very conservative person, and it would hurt him deeply to think that there had been anything irregular about our marriage, or that people might think we were living in sin. 
Mom, if Tarzan and Jane were married in the eyes of God, so were you and Al. Anyway, Danny, I barely skipped a beat as I said the word, had been gone for almost a year when you got the divorce, and Al knew it. How could he have thought Danny signed the papers? I lied. I could never decide whether I admired or despised that in Mom, the way she accepted even her worst qualities if she thought they helped her survive. I told Al that it was a fortunate coincidence that Danny just happened to show up in Reno one night when I needed him to sign the papers, traveling through on his way to nowhere. And of course I made him understand that it was better for everyone if he never tried to get in touch with us again. Of course. Of course she would come up with a story that put her in control.